Welcome to the evolution of culture, hustle culture, which has naturally played itself out. Welcome to the Hustle Culture Hater Club Podcast. We don't glamorize hustle. We promote empowerment over exhaustion. Your life, your biz, your rules. And now your host, Heather Kehoe, bringing F-bombs and truth bombs. This is the Hustle Culture Hater Club. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Alrighty, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Hustle Culture Hater Club podcast. I'm your host, Heather Kehoe, and I have a very exciting episode today with an old friend. We have found each other through social media, and um, yeah, we used to raise some shit back in the day, back in the the Unity days, the Unity Selkirk days. Um, so welcome, Brett Merle, to the show. He is a realtor at CIR, CIR Realty in Okotoks, Alberta. Uh, he's the owner and team lead of the Griffin Real Estate Team. Single dad balancing a shit show daily. How are you? Good, good. Yourself? Good morning. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night. <laughs> Well, yes. I am so excited um, because, well, obviously you are in real estate too. So we have a lot in common, but um, journey wise, like obviously we've connected through social media and we have now a mutual friend who's more than a friend in common. Um, and <laughs> and my sister, of course, um, yeah, was the one that was like, you know, Brett's living in Oak Tokes. And, um, yeah, connecting on Facebook and it's so awesome. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here and taking time out of your crazy day to chat with me. I like how you said crazy day. I was gonna say it was pretty busy, but I, you know, listening to your other podcasts, I always had to throw that in to see if you'd hang up on me or not. So are you are um, you trying to compete for busyness? Yeah, never, never. I'm probably going the opposite way. And I like I think that's what we have a lot in common is uh you know, we both got a divorce under our belts yeah. and, uh, you know, we, uh, well, I guess background on me, I guess to go back a little bit further is, um, yeah, I grew up in unity as well. Uh, kind of just outside unity, I'd have to say I'm from Senlac, which is a really small town, but, um, yeah, yeah got to know Holly, actually Holly, your, your sister was my grad escort. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Oh, we kind yeah. of, you know, I think we fell apart. Uh, we didn't see and I haven't saw you or Heather in forever. And I actually ran into, uh, or Holly, sorry, I ran yeah. into Holly at the uh, at a wine event in Calgary here, and it was like full time, right? And then yeah, but chatting about you, and yeah, here we are. Yeah, so, I um, love it. Yeah. So first off, I always love to ask somebody this question before we like dive into your story. Um, obviously, hustle culture, hater club. What? Tell me what comes to mind when you think of hustle culture, especially being in the industry that we are in. Definitely. That's a, that's a, a term everyone uses, right? I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. Everyone always yeah. has to say I'm so busy and, and don't get me wrong. Did I get caught up in that? I totally did. Hence the divorce. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just, it's a competition who can be the busiest and look the busiest on social media. And, uh, um, you know, the, the, the coming to Jesus moment, I would say for myself to get out of that was when you have a, you're a single dad, you're reading your son a book and your phone rings and you go grab your phone 
Yeah. And you come back and your little man of two years or two and a half years old is sleeping. And you're like, yeah. I just grabbed that phone call. Yeah. Which showed that I'm more important to my son than I am to anyone or to my business than I am to my son. Right. And that was right. a, a definite uh, kick in the, in the can, right. You're uh, yeah. I don't care how busy I am. I am now a 50, 50 dad. So 50% of the time I have my little man and yeah. Um, yeah. That was, you know, Actually talking to you, I believe we talked about a year ago and the, the hustle culture we were in it. My whole team, I have two agents that work with me and uh, we were in it. We we're, you know, mm-hmm. listing on Friday, presenting offers on Sunday. And yeah. I'm watching you on social media and you're saying like, these idiots are listing on a Friday, burning up their whole weekend. Yeah. And then doing a presentation on a Sunday night with zero time for your family. So that mm-hmm. was, that was probably the most instrumental moment I've had on any social media it was your coming to jesus moment for me on that one right oh. um, but yeah well, it is, it's i pissed a, funny a thing lot of agents stuff. off of, with that and i'm like well no i think you're pissed off because you know that i'm right yeah and that that honestly changed our dynamics of our team i just said to the girls like let's do a presentation on tuesday yeah and give these guys a shot all to look at it on the weekend when no one's working and it was hard yeah. for us to understand that but it was literally based off of your you know one of your social media posts and I remember reaching out to you and you're like, yeah, why would you not want to go enjoy the lake? And yeah, you know, I've, this is my eighth year in the industry. Yeah. And I would say six of those were running a full fledged shit show, if I may yeah. say so. Yeah. Um, you know, back to back appointments running late for your next appointment because your first one ran late. Yeah. Um, yeah. And looking in your car and it's Tim Hortons, <laughs> McDonald's, NW, you know, and your jeans are tight, you're you're eating the worst foods you've ever ate. And your best friend is the Tim Hortons coffee lady that hands you a double double out the window. Oh, hi, Brad. So, Here you are again. Yeah. yeah, I actually got a listing from the lady at McDonald's about four years back. She knew me every day from stopping there to get a coffee and two breakfast burritos because I'm just so healthy. Oh, my God. Well, hey, you know what? I mean, it did turn into a listing. So, I mean, it's not all. Granted, it did turn into a mobile home listing, mm. which I made about $2,500 and I was on holidays. I took seven days off and had to refer it to another agent. Yeah. And she also represented the buyer. So she she referred that one out. So I ended up, I made $600 on that oh, transaction God. God. and probably got slight diabetes from it. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely is a coming to Jesus moment. And, you know, my divorce, I guess, going backwards. Was it always going to happen? Yeah, it was. The writing was yeah. on the wall before I got into real estate, but that just signified that, you know, I would rather be working than at home yeah. with my wife and at that time, fairly newborn. Yeah. So, yeah. So, which so, was not, you know, yeah. Go ahead. So, let's, let's chat about that. Cause I, you know, I feel like so many people, they get like caught up in whether it's real estate or, you know, whatever, what other business? I mean, it doesn't really matter what business you're in, right? It's like you see this this hustle culture and you see this, like these songs, you know, I gotta be hustling. I gotta be grand. And it's like, it's to me, it's like so gross. Right. But we, so many of us got caught up in it. You did. I did. Right. Um, and so take me back to when you got into real estate, right. Cause I always think real estate is such like this glamorized industry. Right. And, and it's, it is, it's like a competition of who can be is the busiest when in reality they could be completely falling apart at the seams and have nothing going on. Right. So take me back. You, you got into real estate eight years ago. Where were you? Were you married then? Um, or like, take me back to kind of where it all started and where it was like, it just went all to shit. 
uh, okay, so yeah, going back, I was my my past life coming out of Unity and that heavy oil area. I was in oil mm-hmm. and gas and mm-hmm. did move into the sales and marketing side of things. So always dealing passionate for people. Um, brother-in-law actually in Edmonton owns a house building company. Okay. So Mr. Hillview, master builder, um, my sister, Kim's husband, he was my guy. Little plug there, going, little plug there. Hey? Little plug. I'm giving him a little plug. So, you know, he's, he's the guy that walked me through a, for my first build. He's the guy yeah. that, holy crap, you know, I've got water dripping through a light bulb here. Yeah. Do I need a new roof? And he's like, yeah. uh, probably, probably the wind blew your insulation around and the vapor barriers exposed yeah. and it's hot meets cold. And yeah. he's the guy that got me crawling into attics. And then, yeah, I, I became more passionate about houses. And figuring that stuff out, right? So yeah. my background started becoming like I'm fixing up, I'm doing rentals, I'm doing flips, I'm doing this and that. Yeah. And his knowledge was key. Back to my Unity days, taking me back to when I was 19 and 20, I got a job with a small little plumbing shop in Unity. My very mm-hmm. first year playing senior hockey, making six dollars an hour for for Heights Plumbing at the oh, time. Oh yes, yep. Yeah. Right. So I am working with my good buddy Sheldon Lane, who I know you know as well. Yeah, um, we are doing it's an old, old the worst. flame of mine there. Let's he was an old flame, that. I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, but the worst jobs in plumbing I have ever seen. But looking yeah. back, that was a godsend for my real estate career because I did know furnaces, hot water tanks, toilets, yeah. anything to do with an H, you know, an HVAC system. I, I learned for through sure. that and and that. But so, anyways, fast forward twenty years in oil and gas, moved from. Lloydminster to Calgary bought mm-hmm. a house in Calgary with a Calgary realtor and every question I asked could not be answered mm-hmm. so I was just like okay like yeah you know you're making good money I'm I, you know I don't know what you're doing but thank you for showing us you don't have a fucking and, and clue what you're talking about yeah like you open the door but you don't know anything else and I was yeah. just like this is interesting yeah. and then fast forward a couple more years we sell it and we sell it with a different realtor another mm-hmm. very big well-known realtor in Calgary mm-hmm. well no electronic signing. Mm-hmm. This is 2013. Everyone yeah. else had electronic signing. Yeah. I may have been drinking at the Stampede. I had to get an Uber, drive me to her place. Oh, God. Be like, I need to sign papers. And she's like, have you been drinking? I'm like, yeah. Well, you can't sign papers under the influence. Okay, so we'll book another appointment. So just had a really bad experience. And yeah. then moving fast forward from that, bought another place. Um, and it was infested with mice. So Jesus. Kind of had, you know, I learned I learned a lot about mice. If any of your listeners have a problem with mice, they can phone me and I can probably f- solve the problem. But um, very hands-on stuff I had to do. So being on that house, you know, flipped it, rented it, uh, gave it back kind of thing. Because due to an RPR not being compliant, I actually was a tenant at will. Okay. So yeah. got out of that one. So guess how many yeah. times have you te- tenancy at will now? And I know all about it. So yeah. Um, so that was that. Anyways, still fast forwarding, bought another acreage uh septic system wasn't inspected there that condition wasn't even on my contract so i was like well what the heck and that uh you know at that time i was i asked a realtor like one of the realtors like how much money do you make yeah and she said i made 350 last year and i said like i'm 20 years oil and gas yeah. not making 250 yet yeah what the hell am i doing yeah so yeah i went and got the license griffin my little guy was i believe he was he was, yeah, he was born end of January and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he was like one and a half months old when I got my license. Right. So yeah, starting off. Yeah. And then just took it for, you know, I went for, I started on a team. Yeah. Busiest team in my company. So CIR, um, mm-hmm. the agents were quite, quite busy. And, you know, I was, when I did need help, sometimes it wasn't there. Sometimes it was, Yeah. but I was paying a healthy split and said like, I'm never going to make money at this. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, branched out on my own 2016. And yeah, two years, hustle culture hit me. I got rookie of the year my first year, mm-hmm. which motivated me to be a crazy man. Right. Working two open houses Saturday, two open houses Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was every weekend mm-hmm. with a newborn at home. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, you know, my goal was always to be number one. So yeah. all I did was look at our board. Oh, I'm not in a lead. I got to go do 20 more deals, so on and so forth. And yeah. Um, yeah, looking back, that didn't work. And and then yeah, yeah divorced 2018. So what so so in that time, obviously, because I remember being so like ingrained, like you're just so engulfed in it that it's like you you don't it, you know you're running on autopilot, you know you're running like on this adrenaline, but it's like an obsession, right? Like I gotta be number one, I gotta this, I just gotta like chase more business, chase more business, but yet in reality, we're actually like in this real lack of mindset when we're in this chase. Right. Yep. And it's, it's wild because when I tell people that they're like, what, what do you mean? Like, you know, I'm making all this money and I'm like, yeah, but you're doing it at all costs. You're losing yep. family. You're losing friends. You're burnt out. I mean, you're barely eating, like you're living on fucking coffee and, you know, breakfast burritos. Right. And it's like, <clears throat> Hey, there is a better way, but so many people don't think that until they actually, you know, hit rock bottom, which could be, you know, divorce for me, it was burnout. So take me to, so you've got this newborn, you're like really entrenched in this hustle culture. What's going on at home? Well, so this was a good one. Like, so I'm, I guess I've always been a good dad. I will give myself credits on that one. Mm -hmm. I would be up every morning with him. As soon as he woke up, I went and did my morning routine, dropped him off once he was old enough to like at about six, seven months, he was going to day home because my ex-wife went back to work. Right. Um, So yeah, that was routine. I had breakfast with him and then I usually wouldn't see him for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Heartbreaking really when you think about it. And it's kind of funny because every client's like all they see is what you post on social media. Right. I'm showing properties. I'm doing lots of purchases and sales. He must be so happy Mm -hmm. and miserable. Right. Same thing. Like, as you said, burnt out, like when I get stressed out or run down, I get a sore Mm -hmm. throat. I get canker sores. I would have like three canker sores in my mouth at the same time. And it hurt to eat anything. Yeah. And you just keep going and going and going. And it's, yeah, like it's the coming to Jesus was definitely the the divorce separated. Then I dated a girl in Lloydminster long term, like long distance for about mm-hmm. six months. Mm-hmm. Then my business went from I'm going to make a billion dollars. to I don't give a shit about making right. another dollar. Yeah. So that actually that relationship, I would have to give a lot of kudos to because she actually like, you know, as soon as you're done, as soon as you drop off Griff, why don't you come out to Lloyd? And I go spend a week kind of around my homeland. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I had a good business. It wasn't great. And it was definitely failing. Right. And uh, it took my broker, a really good friend of mine in the company. He's the broker and one of our owners. He's like, you need to get your head out of your ass, mm-hmm. get back to doing real estate and find your balance. Mm-hmm. And it was seriously that easy of a chat with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, that girl and I ended up breaking up not long after and then got my head in in play. And, and in February, I started up the Griffin Real Estate team. So myself and two of our agents here, um, yeah, just this is my balance. I, yeah. can't, I cannot parent on my week on right. and sell real estate. So I need help. So yeah. the two girls that came in still with me today. Um, yeah, they're, you know, they take my workload on those days. And yeah. 
and I work my eight to five kind of pick them up at school, so on and so forth. And, and that, yeah, now life is totally changed and different yeah. woman in my life, as you know, yeah. a good friend of yours and mine now. And um, yeah, we've been just over two years together, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, she's self-employed as well. So we yeah. both know busy, but we both make time for each other. And I think that's when, you know, I was not doing before I didn't, you know, yeah. as listening to your podcast and knowing your previous, you know, marriage, it was, it wasn't great to be at home. So why be there is how exactly. I was anyways, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And it's it, to this day, everyone's like, oh, you're doing so good for yourself. Well, they don't actually know that, you know, mm-hmm. you could be making a million dollars. Your expenses could be nine ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. And the facade of social media. So my my big coming to Jesus, if if I'm rambling too much, just tell me because I no, can't it's talk. Good. But I don't even do social media anymore. We have one of my admin, Nikki, she is amazing. Mm-hmm. She does all of that stuff. I don't even look at it. Like we'll get messages and she'll yeah. say, Hey, you need to message this guy back. Yeah. That's, you know, we used to do all that our own. And For sure. it was, you, well, you take your phone to the bathroom, not because you yeah. wanted to, because you had to, or you'd fall behind. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, or, sorry, go ahead just a burnouts like they are real yeah. and you would get a, i'd get phone calls for a two million dollar acreage to go do an evaluation you're like oh yeah why is he calling me right yeah. and it's, it's just like that was our mindset but you yeah. just kept going right you were very reactive yeah so a hundred percent and i you know that's one thing um it, it's so it, i wanted to have you on because this is a like coming from a man's point of view right and it's there, you went through the divorce and, you know, you've got the, the, you were the single dad and it's like, holy shit. Right. If you don't start delegating things, right. And for people um, that run their own business and are used to doing everything's hands-on, it's really tough to ask for help. Right. And especially I find, I mean, it's tough for me, right. Because of my personality, I was kind of that, like, yeah. I can do it, blah, 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 till I couldn't do it anymore. and even tougher I find for males because they're like, you know, I got this shit, right? If I, if I ask for help, I'm going to appear weak. Right. And it's just like all that shit, like, and especially over the last three years, right. With, with everything that's happened and with mental health and it's like, okay, women, people think it's okay to be emotional. Right. But it's like, okay, what about men? Right. Like it's not okay for You know, I even have really an issue with that whole like, oh, just man up or, you know, don't be a pussy or whatever. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, no wonder there's so many men. So, you know, fucked up. Right. And and not able to process any like maybe past trauma. It's like you going through a divorce, you know, you're kind of expected. Well, okay, you know, take take a couple of days and then fuck, get your ass back to work. Pull it together like Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. With women, it's like, oh, God, how are you doing? And, oh, do you need anything? Right? Like, it's so different. Um, So what did you experience with that? Like, obviously, you were still, like, you were running the business, right? You're going through the divorce. You've got your little guy. And it's like, look. How, oh, how I was a wreck. I... Let's just be honest. Um, yeah. If I had hair, I would have pulled it out. Um, one thing that did happen to me is I started to get, uh, I believe it's called vitiligo. So I'm losing skin pigment color. So oh, interesting. Okay. This is a stress, totally stress. Even my beard. I, I used to have a full on beard and 
Um, I was just actually, we were just looking at pictures the other night and my beard pre pre divorce was like dark red yeah. with some Brown. Yeah. Um, it went instantly gray. I have circles on my face, circles on my feet, my hands, anywhere I have a scar on my body is bright white right now. So we just went to Mexico and when everything tans, I have literally white spots. So I'm freaking out. I'm looking at my mm-hmm. body going like mm-hmm. I'm turning white. Like right. I'm, it's the Michael Jackson kind of, yeah. I'm turning into Michael Jackson. Yeah. So just, yeah. I'm already white. I'm just getting whiter. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that was a big one for me. Cause I was just, I'm not used to this. Like for sure. I always took a lot of pride in my appearance and right. all of a sudden I have no control over this shit. So yeah, I'm now white haired and, and still sexy as ever, but well, you do, that you, was a, you do look that, super sexy. I was going to say, Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's from all the gym time that I drive by the gym. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it just, after the divorce course instantly that's what i did i hit the gym i started yeah. working out you know i want to be healthy but guess what i'm so busy as yeah. we would say yeah i can't even make the gym anymore so pretty soon right. i have a personal trainer and he's like dude you just missed another appointment right and i'm like sorry i had an appointment yeah, yeah. and life yeah it, it i don't know so even t- today prime example i get up wake up have a morning coffee Tracy, like I'm going to the gym. She says, I'm like, okay, go. I'm going to yeah. head to the office. Do yeah. I have to head to the office? No, but I'm still yeah. programmed. I, I have to do my, my nine to five or my nine till nine or whatever. Right. So, right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a few instrumental parts in there and, and figuring out that, Hey, like we don't have to work 24 seven. We don't have to say yes to every job as you've already yeah. discussed on your cast, right? Like yeah. turning down a job was very hard or referring it to another agent. Like, yeah. I can make 10 grand. Why would I only make 2,500 and deal with this nightmare? Right. So, um, and dealing with this, even today, another one, I have a lady phone me, she needs to sell her property and she's in foreclosure. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I won't get paid if I sell your house. You don't have any equity. Yeah. Well, can't you just do me a favor? No, I'm not a charity where two or three or four years ago, I'd have taken that. For sure. No. Yeah, because um, you're like, oh, people see my name on the sign, and that could lead to more business, right? Even though I'm yeah. gonna go through fucking hell doing this, and I and I won't get paid, um, you know. But it, when you're in that, like, again, that like mindset of like it, it is. It's like desperation, right? And it's yep. it's like, oh my god, when am I? Because what if I don't get paid next week? Like, it's it's so messed up when you think about it, and. Yet it's like, hey, you know what? You're established at what you do. You are like people know you. You are great. People are going to come to you, right? And it's it is tough switching off that mindset to be okay. You know what? I need to take some time for myself, and the business will come, and it will be people who I actually really want to deal with. Yeah, another moment of this, like in my divorce, I'm 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 literally in Lloydminster visiting mm-hmm. my girlfriend at the time, and I took a phone call and I was talking on the phone, and another call came in, and I remember looking, and it, I was 38 more seconds on my call. Yeah, I hung up, called the guy back. He said, "You know what? I phoned another realtor. You're too busy to answer your phone." And I was like, "In 38 seconds, I just lost a client." Like, yeah, that that kind of broke me. But then you think about it, like, why would I want to work with this guy? What if yeah. I told him I was feeding my kid or what if, you know, changing yeah. a diaper or what, what if, right. And yeah. I was like, at that time, you don't, you do have zero respect for my time. Why would I respect mm-hmm. your time? And, and at that point in time, it became like, you know, I don't need to take this. I'll refer you out or whatever. And that's, sure. you know, the, the team as coming from a guy standpoint, I guess you would say is, yeah, I got a, 
you know, I'm not good at delegation either. We just did my, my annual review with my boss yeah. and delegation. I'm running at 50% where I should be running at 95%. But if I ask someone to do it once and it's not done, guess what? I just do it. Right. And that's my weakness is I have to do it if it's not done. And, yeah. you know, so yeah. yeah, you're the big, strong guy, you're the big provider. And yeah. Meanwhile, you're dying on the inside and, um, you're running a full fledged shit show, right? And the yeah. hustle culture eats you up. And it is funny what social media portrayed because oh, everyone sure. else, I was just selling millions of houses and I actually had people not list with me because they said I look too busy. Right. Yeah. So the value in social media portraying stuff, yeah, it is, you know, and that's what I, I honestly love your podcast. Like I've listened to it over and over uh, because <laughs> it is a reminder for me as well, especially that I know, like, and trust you already, yeah. you know. Yeah, I could listen to any of the other big wigs, but Gary Vee doesn't know me, yeah. right? Or Kerwin Ray or any of those guys. And I believe what they're saying to an extent. But when you hear it from somebody like yourself mm-hmm. that's went through it, it's it's huge, right? So, um, yeah, so in my business, that's kind of what's happened. And then what I did, because I'm not busy enough, uh, started the team February of 2019. Right. And in April, I bought the brokerage office, the satellite office here in Okotok. So awesome. Um, in, in my spare time. I manage an office uh, and, and I'm not a broker or, or a manager by any means, right. but I am, you know, I make sure the lights are on this paper, For sure. Um, but took that from 17 agents and we're now at 33. Oh, wow. So nice. doubled that in four years. And yeah. in my spare time, I'm trying to be a good boyfriend and a good dad and a good everything. Right. So it's still a hustle culture. I've just taken it a little different route where yeah. I can enjoy some downtime in the office and, and yeah. my girl's are super superpowers. Yeah. And they carry the rest of the load, right? So Yeah. And I think that's um, you know, I, I mean and here's the thing, right? We're still going to work. Right? It's not like I mean, hey, uh, I'm not going to lie. If I could just sit back and like millions of dollars appear in my bank account, I mean shit. I would go I'm with that. you. I'm with you. I yeah. mean, fuck that's that's the way. But I mean, the thing is we still work. But it's not that work takes over everything, right? And once you go through that, because I did, you did, where it was like work took over. Work was the most important thing. And it's like, fuck, where, you know, when you you see these people and still on social media, it drives me nuts, right? And they're like, I work 24-7 and I work with everybody and I'm just hustling and I just got to hustle. And I'm like, God, whoever told you that, whoever said that putting your work before every person and everything in your life was a good fucking idea. Yep. Right. And, but it's, it's like you're, you think it's impressing somebody by how much you're working. Right. And it's like, Oh, when people tell me that they're like, God, I, um, I remember I was just looking at the social media account and they were on holidays and she's like, today I worked like how many hours and today, and I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, why are you going on holidays and then telling people that while, you know, your significant other was sitting down at the pool, you were fucking working for like that. We need to talk. Yeah. And that's last year. So we did three trips to Mexico. Mm -hmm. Um, We went September for five days, December for my birthday for a week. And then we went on December 31st till January 5th and did a week snowmobiling. I, like, so last year was instrumental. And that part of that is Tracy in my life. She is mm-hmm. a traveler, likes to go, go, go. Yeah. And I 
I always would have said, I'm too busy. I can't go. And now I'm like, right. spirit, we're doing this. And, yeah. you know, I honestly had my best year ever in real estate yeah. last year. Yeah. And as the girls on my team would say, like, you took off way more time than you ever have. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't care about the money. It is passion. It is, you know, seeing guys succeed. And I'd rather see my team succeed than myself. But right. still, get yeah. your ass off the phone. Enjoy, yeah. you know, I don't know how many, like even my team, we'll, we'll be in a meeting and everyone jumps on their phone and we kind of have a thing now, you, you yell squirrel and yeah. whoever yells squirrel, you get off your phone and get back to what we're, we're thinking, right? And yeah. that's what we need to. And yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know about you, but in my marriage, I would be having sex and my phone would ring and I would have to look to see who it was. Yeah. So tell me that's not fucked up, right? Well, according to my ex, we never had sex, so. Well, true. Married couples don't, but that was a, that like, I, I was that guy. Yeah. But it, it, it is sex true. Going, like, did I call back Ted about his <laughs> acreage? Right. Like this is the last thing that should be on your mind. And, and yeah. I do feel that Calgary market too, like Calgary market, we're a big market. I think there's 60, I don't know, 6,000 realtors say give yeah. or take yeah. um, like, and we're also busy. We're also busy. And I do feel, you know, it's, it's a lot about look at me, look at me and For sure. know, billboards and that kind of stuff. And if yeah. you ever see me on a billboard, like yeah. it's only because I got hit by a bus and yeah. have you yeah. seen this I guy? Cause that's the only billboard I want to be on. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, another thing that I did different, honestly, Heather, in my business is I named my team literally like Griffin. It's not, yeah, I love it. I, I, of course I started out in real estate, Brett Merle realty, right? Yeah. Like, but the team I started on, it was like, oh, you're one of Tom's associates or you're one of Bob's associates. or right. And I'm like, no, I'm on the team. So, yeah. I, you know, and it, it isn't about, I'll never drive a Ferrari. I'm a Saskatchewan boy at heart and I mm-hmm. drive a diesel pickup truck and that's what I'm going to drive. So, yeah. you know, it's, uh, that part's been interesting because yeah, at the start it was, I logoed up a Jeep Wrangler. I had it totally yeah. logoed with my stuff everywhere. And yeah. that was all about, look, look at me. This is yeah. me. I'm new and I'm running the show. And yeah. And it's all yeah. image, right? Like you see these shows like the selling sunset and, um, and, and which, Hey, you know what? I, I love watching those shows. I really do. But you know what? It's, it's TV. It's not reality. Right. And yeah. I think that that is what people, I mean, are there some days where I get all, you know, glammed up and whatever? Yeah. They're very few and far between, but yeah. I can sell, you know, I can still be one of the top realtors in my coming from my yoga class. Right. Yep. And just, and that, and that's the thing, right. It's like getting rid of this whole look at me. Um, you know, when I tell what I coach, right. And I say this to, and I'm not just coaching agents anymore, but just people in general, I'm like, you need to serve before you sell. You need to take the me out of it. Cause people actually don't give a shit yep. what you're doing. They care about what you can do for them. And that's yep. just, people are selfish, right. And so when this, when it's all about you and you and, you know, what you can do for yourself, right. And, oh, look at me driving in my fancy car and look at me. No, they want to know who you are personally, but they also, you know, I say, tell stories, right. That's how people relate. They relate to you with storytelling, right. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I just sold. It could be, you know, a story about the family without mentioning names, like, that's what people emotionally get attached to. And I just ran into one of my first clients in 2015 and they seen Griffin who's now eight. Yeah. Well, they remember him in a car seat in the back of this Jeep. Yeah. As I was showing him properties or I'd carry him around with me and and you have that instant family connection. Right. And yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of fun that part. Right. But it is, uh, 
I, I can't, yeah, I'll never get into the look at me, look at me. You'll never see, you know, that stuff. And the arrogance I see in the, in our own industry, oh, I, I chuckle, right? Like I'll, I'll pull into one of our gala nights or a golf tournament and here comes me and my diesel smoking black smoke. Cause I'm a redneck <laughs> and I jump out in a pair of my fanciest jeans and um, you know, a t-shirt. And yeah, uh, I love it. as I'm in the parking lot, I put on some shorts and a collared shirt so I can go golfing and we have guys and, and God bless them. But, you know, yeah. they're pulling in in Lambos and Ferraris and and three piece suits and they got to go in and change. And I'm just like, you can have that all you want. Yeah. And the funny thing in our industry is I don't I can see who's in the top 100 or 200 of our company and I don't see those guys in there. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Isn't that the funniest? Like I, one of my that... favorite stories is honestly, sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. was. Uh, one of my friends works at a car dealership and these, she's like, as people would walk in three piece suit, dry, yeah. pulled up in a Range Rover, they'd have to get their parents to co-sign because they weren't making any money, Yeah, but they looked the part. Right. For and sure. uh, yeah, I guess like, as you were saying, it's real, like, who are you and what yeah. do you do and what do you offer me as a client? They don't give two craps of what you're driving. And no, um, I started out. So I came from oil and gas, wore dress mm-hmm. suits and stuff downtown well, my first five months in real estate, that's what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm walking in horse shit and cow shit in an acreage and yeah. explaining how everything works on an acreage because I've installed everything on my own and my own. And pretty soon I'm like, I'm in Air Jordans and I'm in a pair of jeans. And if you catch me on a good day, I might have a collar in my shirt, but yeah. it's probably going to be a, a t-shirt yeah. and I'm going to be comfortable and who you get is who you get. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I love showing the properties and I'm the guy that like I'm just in the summer in shorts and yeah, and a T-shirt, and I'm going up against against guys in suits and fancy vehicles, and the, the deal usually comes to me because I'm a real person, and I explain yeah. my situation and the car, the buyers, and yeah, I don't know, it's being yeah. real, and that's what I think a lot of us lost, right? And oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, slap so, in the face back. Yeah, and and I mean, granted, you know what? There's some I know, you know, obviously amazing realtors that 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 is they love to dress up, and it's like they but they own their shit. Right. It's yeah. the ones that are exactly, you know, how many deals they're not doing. Right. And the, how they portray themselves. Right. And it, it's, it's just such a facade to me that, um, and it's the same with the coaching industry, right? There's so much bullshit and fake, like these coaches, I make millions of dollars. No, you don't. Cause first of all, if you did, you don't need to tell everyone you did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there, that is, I mean, the, one of the the biggest reasons why I started going down like the coaching path too, is I'm like, Hey, there's so many people like lost and they're so entrenched in this whole like hustle culture and families are falling apart. People are burning out and mental health, you know, it's all at uh, an all time high. And I'm like, people need to speak out about this shit. Right. And I remember when I started speaking out of it, about it and, and I'm talking about motivation. Right. And I say to people, like, if you're relying on motivation, like, you're going to be waiting forever because I'm motivated maybe once a week, maybe. Right. And they're just like, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh my God, do you think I wake up every morning and be like, I can't wait to like do this. That I'm like, there's some days where I'm like, fuck it's minus 40. I don't want to get out of bed, but here's the shit that I committed to doing. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Are there some days where I'm like, well, I'm going to leave the house and you know, I just curl up on the couch. Yep. I do. But those are, those are some of the reasons why I started my own business. Right. And, you know, when your, your kids see that, right. And 
you know, when you go back to that, you know, reading your son, the book, and you remember that moment, right. And you're like, Jesus. Um, now there's some people who would just keep doing that. Yeah. Right. Till. And what are you teaching your kids? Right. And then what are they teaching their kids? And, and I mean, our kids got to know like, Hey, you know what? Yes. Shit, you know, appears in the fridge and food appears in the fridge and these things, because it, it, you do need money to buy it. Right. And this is what I'm working at, but I own the business and I don't want to work with everyone. And I don't owe people explanations yep. if I don't answer the phone. Right. And that's another thing that needs to really stop. And I've been calling people out on it. You have a voicemail for a reason. Yep. If I call you and you don't answer the phone, I leave a voicemail. You don't, when you call me back, you don't have to explain to me what you were doing. Cause I actually yep. don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. And that needs to stop. I'm like, or I didn't, oh, sorry, I didn't answer the phone. I was, you know, feeding my kid. I'm like, I I don't care. You don't owe me that explanation. You're calling yeah. me back. Right. And it's like always having to explain why we weren't working or why we weren't answering the phone. It's like that needs to stop. Right. And that's the message that I'm like, hey, it's okay to fucking take time off and put your phone away and you know, if you're not in a deal, I'm not answering the damn phone. Like after Even, nine so o'clock, right? Perfect example. Last night I went out to a fundraiser and uh, of course I get an offer. Of course, anytime you go somewhere, you're oh, going to get an 100%. offer. And thank God for offers. But I pull into this fundraiser and it's a comedy night where you can't have a cell phone and mm -hmm. I'm going into this. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I go to the bathroom. There's toilets flushing hand blowers, and I'm I'm calling my client saying, Hey, we got an offer. This is where yeah. we're gonna be. Yeah. And I had to go to the bathroom twice, but I got the deal done. Yeah. And the other realtor I just said, listen, I'm gonna fundraiser yeah. for you know a young fellow who got paralyzed. Yeah. And I I'm here to raise money and enjoy your time. Text yeah. me when you can. Yeah. And she left, of course, realtors. You got to leave it only open for a couple hours for acceptance. And I'm like, this is not going to happen. Change it yeah. to 11. Deal came together and, yeah. and mom's the word. But a lot of realtors would have not worked with me yeah. because I don't have a sense of urgency. And the urgency yeah. around, you know, we're, we're selling houses here. We're not saving lives. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and I don't know how the South Sioux market is, but like around Calgary, like I live in South Calgary now, but um, our market, we leave an offer open for four hours at best. If you yeah. don't want it signed, then we'll move on. Yeah. And, you know, like we're not saving a life. We're not a doctor. Yeah. We're not a nurse. Yeah. Granted, we're probably making more than doctors and nurses to tell you yeah. how screwed up this world is, but yeah. it is true. Right. And totally. Um, yeah. 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 It's having a good agent on the other side and one that understands that, you know, I, I think most of the ones I talk to are, oh, I was just so busy. I can't even answer your phone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm writing you an offer on a million and a half dollar acres and mm -hmm. you can't answer the phone. So yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it is, it's the busy, busy, busy. And yeah. I, I'm, I, about a year ago, I got sick of being busy. Yeah. So as you so, stated, my phone's on vibrate at all times. Yeah. It's very, it will, you'll never Same hear a me. ring. Yeah. You know, Same with me. I might have a, you know, I might feel it vibrating and it's not even on my body, but I'm like, okay, the phone's ringing somewhere, but it's not a push the kids out of the way. Yeah. And I got to do a barrel roll over top, over to, you know, over top of the kitchen island to get this call. It's like, 100%. if you don't leave me a voicemail, I won't even call you back. And I, that's not me being busy, but if, you know, if you need me, yeah, leave me a voicemail or a text. So yeah, love it. I've got in lots of trouble by not, you never called me back. And I'm like, I didn't know it was a number. I didn't know. 
Exactly. And, and if you don't leave a, of them. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't leave a message, right, that we have voicemail for a reason. This is what's changed in our culture, though. Like in my oil and gas days, I actually had a phone mounted in my truck. Yeah. There was no, there was no handheld cell phone. I'd go golfing for four or five hours, come back out, check your voicemail and everything still worked. Right. And I think when I took over, like when I got into sales, we were around a, I don't even know, 30 million, $20 million Mm -hmm. area. We took it up to a hundred million dollars and half the time my phone wasn't on me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, right. And, and I've said this, we had this conversation about a week ago with some volleyball moms and I'm like, you know what, this whole sense of like needs to be done right now. Right. It's like, you need to respond right away. You need to do the, and it's like, holy shit. Why? Like we, because everything is at the, you know, at your fingertips. Right. And it's, it, it's, it's good in a lot of ways, but it's like, holy shit. People feel like so much pressure. And, you know, for people listening, it's like, you don't have to fucking respond right away. I mean, if we're in a deal and there's a time, you know, frame that's, different but i mean my god right like and that time frame can be extended a hundred right yeah. we're not going to make nine o'clock that's what i said to lee last night. we're not going to make nine can we make it 11 deal yeah. done yeah. guess what 10 15 she had all the documents yeah. and i got to attend a fundraiser got, yeah. you know and and have a little bit of a life maybe yeah. even a beer yeah so yeah but that's i always I, I, my mind always goes back to 38 seconds and that was mm-hmm. literally you know yeah. My I could have made 10 grand in 38 seconds, but I lost it. Yeah. And if that happens to me now, I'm like, good riddance. Yeah. Back then I was distraught. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you know, but you do learn this value as you get older and yeah. More mature, well, as they say. Yeah, a hundred percent. Right. And so with that, I want to ask you. So you've gone through, you've got the divorce, you're you're moved on. You, I mean, you've done amazing things, right? I mean. With your team, you've got a great lady. Hey, Tracy, if you're listening. I'll be listening, 100%. Yeah. So I guess what would be your biggest, you know, and and I want to say this for the guys that are listening, right? Because you are the first man I have interviewed on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So what kind of words of wisdom can you get you give to them or just things that worked for you and you're like hey you know what like these are some really important factors especially as being a dad right being a dad and being a business owner and um you know when you build a relationship i have to say with somebody else after you've gone through a divorce like it's different right like we're not back in we're 20 and we're at the bar and we're no there's no kids involved right like you're bringing together you know, families, right? Um, and kids on both sides. So I guess what would getting to where you are now, yeah, what are your some of your words of wisdom you can get? The biggest word would be balance, right? It has to be balance and figuring out what that balance is and mm-hmm. and delegation. Like I said, I'm working on that one, but hire in real estate or any small business, hire an admin. Yeah, I, I don't know how many guys I talk to, and they're just like, "Oh, I have to go home. I have to do this contract." Like last night, yes, I did it to make yeah. it easy, but it's on a yeah. timeline. I don't do the next steps emails. That's what I have. You know, Nikki, Nikki, I have to give her credit on this one. She does all our social media, all of mm-hmm. our branding, all everything, and that stuff. I used to go shopping, like minimize your workload. If I always said, "Well, I had a wise boss once," and you know, figure out what you're worth an hour. Yeah, 
if it's a hundred dollars an hour, anything that you can get done less than a hundred dollars an hour, pay someone else to do it. For sure. So for that sure. was hard for me to ask for help and to get help. And like I said, like I would, I would rather have three admins than yeah. me work twenty four hours a day. Yeah. So a hundred percent. I was no different than you though. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't say I have to go pick up my kid now. I would be mm-hmm. late to pick up my kid. Right. You know, and that's the stuff now. I just don't. It's it's. Yeah. I pick up my little guy at four o'clock from school. I go home and I'm sorry, you, I'm gone. Yeah. And yeah. you know, time, time management in a calendar. I, yeah. I live and die by that right now. And you even said like, um, to, well, what would it be prospecting? I guess really, right. Yeah. Like you have yeah. to schedule time for prospecting, schedule yeah. time for mental health. Like you yeah. said, you know, I bought a snowmobile last year because that's nice. the only time I could go away. Yeah. And there's no cell phone service in any mountain that I know. Yeah. I love it. I don't I put it. on, I'm out of the office. I don't put on, I'm just gone for the day. And yeah. if they, yeah. you know, on my voicemail, it says contact yeah. Courtney, Sandra or Nikki yep. or yeah, exactly. even contact, I'll contact you tomorrow. And that I could never do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. huge. Yeah. So just. That's huge. And you got to have those non-negotiables. It, are you saving a person's life? No. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. And having, I'm, you know, I, I'm definitely into that. Yeah. And I say that to people. I'm like, when you pull out your calendar, the first thing you put in is the non-negotiables. So that's yep. like, you know, kids activities, you, they just run. Right. And you know that you've got kids activities Tuesday and Thursday from, I don't know, six till seven. Right. There is no way you should be booking anything at that time. And I mean, you've been there. I've been there. It's like, ah, well, just this time or just this once. And then it's no. Right. And it's your availability. And I always say this to people when people, when you have clients, people ask you, when are you available? Right. And mm-hmm. give a couple different times. Right. Cause if you're just yeah. like, I'm available anytime, like, come on, no, you're not. Right. So it's like those non negotiables that they, they, they just run. And that's, like I said, they're non negotiable. And that's-, and that's the advice, right? Like I've heard numerous podcasts that, you know, family first, because no matter who you are, Mm-hmm. If you were to get fired from your job today mm-hmm. and you work for an employer, they are posting that position the next day. Yep. If You're you were to get hit by a bus, 100% everyone is replaceable. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing you don't realize, right? And um, yeah, your family's, when you're on your deathbed, it's not going to be your employer there. Yeah. It's going to be your family, right? So that's definitely family first, is, is yeah. where I've been. And yeah, like I stepped into, you know, a 14 year old and an 18 year old, which they were 12 and 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they're busy. They're going opposite ways. Yeah. And there's one of Tracy and I'm helping pick up. And, you know, that's, yeah. that became way more important. And for sure, you know, that never was important. It, my son was the most important. There's no doubt about yeah. it, but it got pushed back. I was like, you deal with them. I'm going to work. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the divorce puts that first and foremost said, Hey, listen, yeah. you're, you're now your roles have changed. Yeah. So I would, I would rather be happy at home than I would be rather be happy at work. And that's, yeah. I was the opposite home. The life didn't mean anything, but yeah. granted the, the divorce was, you know, it was already dissolving yeah. at that time anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, and everybody and everything is reason season lifetime. Right. And it, yep. when you go through the shit and when people are asking, oh, do you have any regrets? Okay. Well, you could look back and say, okay, there was these certain times. Right. But it's, you wouldn't be where you are now and you wouldn't be the person you are, you would still be probably doing the same shit you were doing. 
right? And and that's what people have to understand. Like we have to go through these things, but do we learn from them? Right? Because yeah. a lot of people don't. They continue on doing the same thing for the rest of their life till they die and it's like we are not put on this earth to just fucking grind. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yes, I love what I do. I have fun, you know what? But I also love the time I have, you know, with volleyball with my kids. When if I want to go for a massage and I don't owe anybody an explanation for what I'm fucking doing. Right. And yep. that's and that's the thing. It's like that's your time. You book it off. You ha- can still have a like wildly successful business and whatever success means to you, right? And have your mental health like on point. And the the, the iPhone users out there, that little button that says focus, mm-hmm. I use that one a ton. Mm-hmm. I will drop that on the focus, whether I'm going for a massage or yeah. a chiro appointment or maybe I just want to have a heart to heart with Trace, right? Yeah. And and that's shut these things off. And they're like smartphones are making dumb people and, and it's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's the thing doesn't have to control your life and for sure. Um, it definitely does. But another point I had, so in before my divorce, as I was getting ready to serve my wife, my ex-wife at the time papers, yeah, I had not been eating, but I've been working like a mofo. So yeah, I actually fainted while driving Jesus. to an appointment. Wow. So and the reason I fainted is I was drinking a coffee with sugar in it and my mm-hmm. blood sugar I made all day. So oh, I don't know if you've ever fainted while driving, but as you come to and you're in that ditch jumping into the farmer's field, wow. you start to figure out your life a little quicker, right? And, yeah. and that was kind of an aha, uh-huh, what the hell's yeah. going on? And yeah. it was a blood sugar spike due to the coffee, but there was zero water, zero, you know, and yeah. you don't take care of yourself. And No. Um, no yeah, so it's thing. health first, fam- like first ha- family or health, yeah. like your health has got to be there or your family's not, you know, you're not going to be with your family. And um, yeah. after getting... The, the speech today from Tracy, like you need to make time to come to the gym with me. Yeah. So granted, yeah. she can probably lift more than me. So it makes me scared <laughs> to go with her. But uh, yeah, it's and every time you have you ever went to a gym and left there and felt like that sucked? No. It, totally, totally. So, right. And and it and it just honestly, it does make you gives you more energy. And, um, you know, especially when you have somebody to go with. Right. Yeah. And it's like for me, it's like my yoga Pilates, like it's non-negotiables. It's yep. that is for me, right? And I can still get all my shit done. And um, you know, because a lot of people are wasting a lot of time on, you know, non-income producing activities. Yep. Just hoping busy or productive, right? That they look busy. So yep. well, I love it. And I love that you have uh come to where you are now. I mean, you had to go through some massive learning, but um, you know, that's that's how we get there, right? Exactly. And- it's it's pushing through the hard times and, and asking for help. Like that was, as a, as you say, a man, like I would not have asked for help. I mm-hmm. didn't, wouldn't, you know, I didn't need a team. I didn't even admin. I can do all this and no, I can't. And, and, you know, like I said, I, I'll hire another admin probably. And, in, in, you know, when mine says like, I can't do anymore, we'll hire yeah. another one. It's yeah. that's delegation and making it happen. So I um, love it. Yeah. I, yeah. My other big thing I would say before where I know you're probably on a timeline here, but like, we give back a ton to our community and nothing feels better than that. Yeah. I sponsor every event we can. Like, I, you know, I don't even know what we, well, last year was like 27 grand just in sponsorships. Yeah. So and that's super kids, important. Teams, ball teams. Yeah. If, if you want to be in real estate and build a business, start supporting your town. Yeah. And you know, 
yeah, yeah. it's it's unheard of what uh what it does for you indirectly you don't know it's doing anything mm -hmm. but you know it's it yeah. is kind of neat so yeah um, and and community yeah that sense of community right again giving and to things that are important to you right not just yep. to do it to be like look at me um you know i'm giving this money blah blah, blah right things that yep. that honestly mean something to you right yep. and um yeah i mean frick it feels good feels good yeah, to I get involved in that as as you know growing up on a farm in saskatchewan if i was hungry i went and killed something whether it was one of our cattle or or mm -hmm. a deer or anything or yeah. a goose or you name it here yeah. I, I actually had one of my staff members at one time, uh, years past, had to use the food bank. Mm -hmm. Well, she took me to the food bank, and I'd never been in one before because mm -hmm. I've never needed one. And if you want to talk about coming down to earth, yeah, go to a local food bank and see who is coming in there. And yeah. at that point in time, so we'll do drop-offs now to our local food bank. We'll just hit Costco, get see, go on their website. What do they need? Drop off a whole shopping cart worth of, you know. Mm -hmm. A thousand bucks, five hundred bucks, it doesn't really matter. But to see the people, mm -hmm. that's the stuff that gives me the warm and fuzzies more than anything, right? And yeah, um, most of ours are charities that we give to. So I um, love it. Yeah. That's so Ronald McDonald House. We're, we do our, our brokerage is pretty kick ass. We do Ronald McDonald House and in, in Calgary as well as ARCS, which is the Alberta Animal Rescue Association. And we do percentages based right off our commission. And, you know, I've never needed the Ronald McDonald House, thank yeah. God. But yeah. As we sit right now, a young boy that his dad's from my hometown mm. is in there with a spinal injury. Yes, staying at the you know, yeah, staying at the at the Ronald McDonald House and in, in, in the foothills. So indirectly, you're like, hmm, I'm kind of helping, mm -hmm. I guess, right? So yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so important. I love that. Like it, it, yeah, yeah. It's um, and it just it feels good, right? It's like because you know what, you never know when you're going to be down and out. That's the thing, right? Yep. Every, there's a lot of unknown and um if you can do it then yeah do yeah. it buy that snowmobile buy that bike buy that yeah. trip just go to enjoy it because yeah and yeah. the good thing about real estate is as a listing agent you can sell you know yeah. I, I think i sold three on the beach when i was in mexico so yeah you don't have to be there yeah but, totally and no one and it. i always say to people no one makes it out of here alive right that's the yeah. thing um so if you're coming home every day and you are, you know, basically you're just surviving, um, something's got to change. Yep. Right. And before it changes you. Yep. Exactly. Right. And, and a lot of people, you know, unfortunately just don't want to deal with it because a lot of times it it's just unraveling layers of past trauma that yep. they can't deal with. So it is then let's just be workaholics or alcoholics or, you know, gamma, gambling, whatever. Right. And then once you kind of start, because when you have that time with yourself, you're like, shit, you get to really like know myself. Right. And that scares yep. the shit out of a lot of people, but, um, yeah, it's truly life-changing and, and you can learn to like live at peace and be like, we're actually here to have a good time. Right. We could work. Yep. And if I know you, you had good times. I had a lot of good times. I mean, if I wouldn't have been in the pat every single weekend, the pat bar, I probably <laughs> would have had a lot more money. <laughs> the pat and the scuzz and the Selker community. Oh, shit. But, um, well, thank you very much. So where can people find you on the old gram? I know that you, uh, that you, um, 
aren't a big everything social is media. to griffin yeah griffin re at see it like griffin recir is our handle for our team you can it. catch me at merlesy if you uh, if i let you in but i'm pretty private with my own life so um i love yeah. it i love but, it well yeah. thank you so much um i love i love this and i like i said i had to i'm like i need to get some males on here that have gone through some shit and yeah. um so yeah, I I love it because you know what people need you, to hear. You it. came to the right house if it's about shit. So um, I love it. Yeah, and congrats on your recent award too. I saw that. Uh, oh, so. thank you. And I got food poisoning after the uh, breakfast, but whatever. <sighs> karma, karma. Hey, isn't that it? Somebody like yeah. somebody somebody put some shit in there because they're mad at me. Exactly. <laughs> Probably your admin if you have one. <laughs> Didn't get a good Christmas bonus. But I appreciate your time. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Phone is always on over here if you're in the Calgary area for you or whoever uh, Love needs, it. To, needs to have a come yes. to Jesus moment. Yeah. And anyone around the Calgary Okotoks, give this guy a call because him and his team are rock stars. We but do hey, our best for sure. Not going to explain to you why he didn't answer his phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably on the bathroom. Leave a voicemail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will get back to you. <laughs> I know you will. All right, awesome. buddy. Have a Appreciate great it. afternoon. You as well. Okay, bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hustle Culture Hater Club podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the HCHC.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at Instagram.com slash the Hustle Culture Hater Club. If you'd like to speak with us, please send us an email through podcast at the HCHC.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe and stay fully up to date. Until next time.